Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Life's Your Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative, and welcome to motherfucking episode 52 52 i don't know if you're familiar with basic maths i just nearly dropped my pepsi max but that means it is a whole year of the podcast guys you know what that means let me sorry i feel like that was super loud today um that means we have been doing this whole entire podcast the whole entire we've been doing this podcast for a whole entire year an episode every single week but not really because we missed one week in june but other than that every single week for the last year i have come and blessed your ears with my voice an hour half an hour to an hour of my voice every single week and that deserves a little sip of pepsi max if i do say so myself how are you guys? I hope your porridge was warm and your coffee was cold this morning. I hope you had the most wonderful shower. The sun is shining into your room. I hope you've had the best day of listening to this in the evening. I hope whatever is your idealistic best day ever, I hope that's what you've had today because you bloody well deserve it. Thank you so much for supporting me for the last year you guys know because I say it so much just how much this podcast means to me and how much of a passion project it is for me how fulfilled I feel doing this podcast I went through a funny phase I think when I was creating this where I didn't feel that fulfilled in what I was doing and I was lost at uni and I just wanted to finish and I didn't feel like my content really reflected me anymore and then life's your bitch was birthed and everything just made a little bit I feel like I'm gonna cry actually which I didn't think I was going to because I'm sat down filming this at half seven p.m the night before this goes live because I just wanted it to be real time and we'll get into it but I've had a bit of a fucking shit week to be honest and yeah everything just kind of made that little bit more sense when I made this podcast and I started getting dms saying that it's helped you get out of bed, it's helped you go and work out, it's helped you just look at life a bit more positively, or you just enjoy listening. I can't tell you, oh, maybe I am gonna cry, I can't tell you just how much that means to me. Everybody has asked me from day dot of creating any kind of content online, like, what means the most to you, what do you wanna do? And I've always just said, like, I just wanna try and even help seems like a big word. I just want to try and help some people. I want to be someone's comfort. I want to be the reason someone gets out of bed in the morning. I want to be the reason someone makes a healthy meal. I want to be the reason someone goes and works out. I want to be the reason someone is looking at a situation from a more positive angle. Like I just want to try my absolute best to inspire and motivate people that are 
following me and not in a really hardcore way and hopefully you get that vibe from me but just to be that like little tiny one percent better just to try and change the narrative in bad situations because those have always been my favorite kind of content creators and influencers if you will the people that just like make you feel a little bit better about life do you know what it is that's that's all it is for me like whether that means for you staying in bed so you don't and not feeling guilty about it whether that means working out making a healthy meal whether that means going out for a walk journaling trying meditating whether that means just trying to look at the silver lining of things like whatever that is to you just trying to live every day a little bit happier and hopefully leave you with a smile is all I could ever ask for and I feel like that has been brought to me with this podcast and I just you know how much I love it and I hope you like our new podcast art it was a year on I thought the podcast art needs to change if you don't know I actually made this podcast as my third year like final project if you will because it was something I always wanted to do and my tutor was like take this time to do something on social media that you're not going to earn money from that you're not going to do like it's not part of your job it's part of your uni like just do something you've always wanted to do because right now you have the time to whereas in a year's time when you're trying to pay bills you might not have the time to start the podcast it's not going to make you any money like do it now and I was like okay and I feel like the well the cover art got me a first even though Phoebe did it love you Phoebe but the concept behind it and my idea you know it got me the grade I really loved it I feel like it worked for what it was then but I feel like since then the podcast have evolved has evolved so much all of the episodes aren't as full-on as maybe they once were and I just feel like it's gorgeous and Phoebe and her illustration and her design has come so far in a year as well and I just feel like it's beautiful and it matches the Instagram and I just absolutely love it and there's so many beautiful little details both my nose piercings my flower necklace like I just absolutely love it so I hope you guys love it as well and you weren't shocked this morning when you went to go and find the podcast and it looked different anyway episode 52 changing the narrative one year later my first ever episode was about changing the narrative which was kind of what this whole podcast was born to be about just being able to change the narrative on negative situations and rewrite or write your own story so I want to talk about that one year later but first three things that I'm grateful for that I have been forgetting to do recently and I apologize bad days I am rather grateful for the bad days this week because fucking hell Monday Tuesday and Wednesday bad bad days some of the worst days I've honestly had in a while um I'll talk about it a bit later on but now that I've kind of come out the other side of it and I have changed the narrative on those days if you will I'm grateful for them because hate to be a cliche bitch but you know there's no there's no rainbows without rain you don't appreciate the sun until it's like raining that's not the saying do you know what I mean you have to have the bad to appreciate the good and I'm just sounds really dumb to be honest I'm grateful for the bad days because fucking hell in those three days I was not I would have done absolutely anything and everything to shake the feeling but now that I'm out of them you just have to look at them with gratitude it was another step it was another healing step it was another step in the right direction it was another process another feeling another moment that I had to go through and I'm grateful that they're done and that they're over and I'm grateful that I had them because now hopefully there are much better days ahead very grateful in the same breath this week for my boyfriend oh my god he's been such a gem <laughs> I called him a gem and he really laughed at me but like 
he's just been that person that I needed this week and he has been sometimes boys are boys are bad with words right my boyfriend has said every single right word this week and I was just so grateful for him this week um bit of a soppy start to the podcast sorry about that and I guess I kind of have to say that I'm very grateful for you guys on the podcast which you know you already know so I'm not going to go into it too much but I could not start three things I'm grateful for on the 52nd episode a one-year anniversary of life's your bitch without saying believe it or not I'm rather grateful for you guys the growth of this podcast in a year is mad as well like if you told me I still have the same mic but if you told me a year ago when I was sat in my bedroom in uni my third year bedroom at my desk with this mic and my laptop no cameras no nothing and just started chatting if you told her god the like reflection is such an important part of life I literally feel like I'm gonna cry if you told her yeah, a year later, don't worry, you'll still be doing it. You've only, oh, I feel like we can cry. You've only ever missed one episode. And I know that's like, yeah, I still missed one, but I only missed one episode in a whole entire year. I fucking was a, out of the country for over three months of that. And I worked my fucking, uh, I feel like I'm literally gonna cry. I worked my fucking ass off to make sure that you guys never missed a week and that to make sure I didn't miss a week for myself because like I said, coming on here and talking to you guys it's a release for me as well and I just love it and I've worked so hard this year to make this what it is and it's hilarious because this is the one thing that I do on social media that doesn't earn me an absolute penny and it's the one thing I would never miss ever I would miss both YouTube videos if it meant I could put up a podcast like I've just worked so hard maybe told her that she really did put all that work in never miss a week and one year on she'd be sat in a cute little setup I think it's quite cute in her Manchester flat that she lives in alone and told her everything that she's done this year and that she's about to graduate with a first. I just think it's crazy. Even just the evolution of the podcast, like where I filmed the first episode to where I'm filming this episode. Like, this is your sign to sit and reflect about where you were this time last year. Also, I listened to the first episode and I was like, oh my God, it's so sunny outside. I'm so grateful for the sun. I went to uni in a, in a vest today. It is not vest weather outside, let me tell you that. <laughs> it's not as sunny this time this year as it was last year. But yeah, this is your sign to give yourself a little reflection. We're 10 minutes in, I'm really sorry. We are going to get on with the episode. But would it be a Life Show Bitch episode, especially the one year one, without me having a good old ramble at the start? But yeah, feeling very grateful, feeling very good. So, a change in the narrative, if you don't know, it's what the first episode's about. It's what this whole kind of podcast was is based on, if you will, the idea of changing the narrative. Like I say, it's the first thing I'm saying when you enter the podcast, the podcast where we're changing the narrative. That has stuck ever since the beginning. And even the name, the name, if you look at the picture, is Life's A Bitch, cross out A, Life's Your Bitch. There's always a different way to look at things. Um, this is something, the idea of changing the narrative, that was really apparent and important to me this time last year. The idea that we could just rewrite any situation, the idea that we could just look at something from a different angle and be able to just turn things into a positive experience because almost, I guess, why not? Like, why would you not? What harm is going to come from trying to look at most things in a positive angle? And I don't want to sound like I'm going to throw toxic... um, I always end up saying productivity, positivity 
down your throat and out your face because I'm absolutely not and you'll see that as this episode goes on but the idea that you could do that this time last year was just really important to me it felt like in that moment was something that I really really needed and as I said my whole first episode is on this so I'm not going to redo the episode don't worry I'm not this isn't going to be the same points as the first episode and I do encourage you if you're interested in the topic to go and listen to that first episode um but don't worry I'm not going to be redoing it so if you do want to know my opinions and everything I thought this time last year go and give that a listen um but I kind of just want to update you on my views and touch on different aspects of things that I haven't didn't do last year um and also just slightly touch on some of the things I said to remind me and to remind you guys about the importance of some of it. So what am I talking about when I say change the narrative? Something that I didn't outline last year, I think there's two, possibly even more, types of like change the narratives or two like very different times where change the narrative like can be done. Every day, I think you can change the narrative every single day. I think you can rewrite your story and rewrite your day every single day. Um, Or not even rewrite, almost, I guess, choose the path of. Um, It's just something I'll talk about later. I don't necessarily think you have to go back and rewrite. I think you can, like, change the narrative, like, in the present tense with every step, like, you take. Choosing where that step is going to be, that sounds so silly. But choosing of this experience if you're going to see it as positive or negative like before it's even happened so I think you can do that in your everyday life and then obviously as I've learned this week (laughs) when you are truly sad because I do think the way in which you would I'm going to say bloody I'll take a shot every time I say change the narrative the way in which you would change the narrative daily to when actually you're in a bit of a rut and actually you're in a bit of a shit mood and things are quite rough and things are going tough are two very different things Everyday change the narrative to me means always pointing out the good. The very, very simple example that I'm sure we've all heard, glass half full or glass half empty. And it's hilarious how true that is when you break it down to like the simplicity that it is. My example is always, which I said in the first episode, your morning routine, all right? You've got out of bed, you've got ready on time, you have got dressed, you put a cute fit on, you put a cute face on, you spill your milk, you burn your breakfast, you do something that goes horribly wrong or your coffee doesn't taste good, you've not got any milk left, whatever, you could so easily go to work that day and be like, oh yeah, my morning was absolutely shit. Like, oh, I thought I had another croissant and I didn't. Oh my God, it's put me in such a bad mood. Or, oh, I didn't have any oat milk left for my coffee. I didn't have any ice for my coffee. I burnt my toast, I spilt my milk. Failing to walk into work and be like, oh yeah, do you know what? I had a really good morning actually this morning. I got up on time, I hardly ever get up on time. I managed to put together a cute outfit. I managed to do some little lip gloss, makeup, skincare, whatever it is. I managed to wash my hair, which I didn't know I had time to do. Um, oh yeah, I thought I had another cross on in the in the freezer, but I didn't. Uh, oh well, I got one on the way to work. Whatever it's going to be like. However you choose to go into work that morning and tell that story of your morning sets you up for the day, doesn't it? You can either see you whatever whatever situation applies to you best here burning your croissant running that vice for your coffee spilling your milk as like ruining your day but the whole point of this episode and the whole point of the topic is like your story your narrative is up to you you can decide you had a really bad morning because you didn't have a croissant left or you can decide you've had a really great morning because fucking hell it's the first morning all week that you've managed to get out of bed on time because i know that happens to me and i really really get out of bed on time so yeah Essentially, always trying to point out the good in everyday situations. And when you're sad, change of the narrative, obviously. 
being pulling yourself out of that super sad place and how to do that. The reason I really love the idea of changing the narrative so much is because it puts us in control of our emotions. There's times, of course, that people can have a huge impact on our emotions and being able to change your own narrative is so powerful because we get to take that back that power from the person or the situation or the wrong event, something that's gone wrong. We get to take back that power and not let the person, the situation, the job change our mood and change our story. Also, knowing that you're able to have a positive outlook on things, you're way more likely to take risks with that person that opportunity that job because you know you've got your own back and you can look at it in a positive light if it doesn't go well i put that in quotations speech marks whatever these are called if you're watching because as you'll see later on i don't think we should put such harsh uh labels on things as going well not going well going good going bad and i think that's one of the really important ways that we can change the narrative but yeah, you're way more likely to take risks if you know that you can look at things from a positive light. And who just doesn't want a more positive outlook on life? We all know why that's a really good thing to have. But I also just think it gives you so much like power and like confidence in yourself and your own emotional well-being, knowing that basically you've got your own back and that other people can't really affect you. Okay, the part you've all been waiting for, how can we how can we do this day to day? There's definitely a few ways. It's all about reframing. But I personally prefer to, as I was saying, almost reframe before it's even happened, like reframe my mindset towards life and things in general, rather than situation to situation. And it's funny because listening back last year, this is something that I said I was trying to actively work on. So it's funny to see how now in my life, it's not even something I really think about. Like it's, it's proof that if you are working on something, you will get to a point where one day it becomes it becomes natural. It's all about mindset. And the thing that's helped me uh, the most is just not labelling things, such good and harsh outcomes. If you stop labelling things as bad, if you stop saying it's bad if you get that job, it's bad if it's raining, things will magically stop going badly because you just refuse to see them as bad. I think I also find huge comfort in this because as you all know I do just sorry to sound hippy dippy like trust the universe and trust in my path and trust that every no is leading towards the right thing it's like if you've seen that thing on TikTok if you knew um you were like five the, the TikTok that I've seen is if you knew you were like five guys away from meeting your husband you would like actively go on dates you'd actively go searching for those five no's if you knew you were five job interviews away from the dream job or like the yes job you would try and go on five interviews as soon as possible and then suddenly changing the narrative those no's aren't bad because you know after every no after a certain amount of no's that thing is coming so it's a perfect example of how no isn't bad because it's just leading you on the path that you're supposed to be on so if you stop giving things such good bad labels you'll find all of a sudden you've got a more positive outlook because you're just trusting your path and you're trusting the universe and you're trusting that things, even if you don't like the term trusting the universe, just trust in your path and trust in yourself that things are going to work out and that even though even though every no might feel bad, just decide to look at it as redirection, not rejection, you know? I was thinking this at the time last year because I remember I was supposed to be going on my... I think it was my first, my first... Um, 
like brand deal holiday and basically it didn't go through and I was really really upset and I was like I just need to try and reframe it just because I'm not going doesn't mean that's a bad thing like who knows I said in the podcast I was like if I did go I'd have to push the podcast launch back by two weeks and you know I didn't want to do that either so I'm trying not to see it as a bad thing because it means that I can get on with this and really I shouldn't go because then like I will have missed uni and whatnot so I'm just trying not to see it as bad I'm trying just to see it as something that happens and now when things like that happen I don't even really have to reframe it because in my head like if I don't get a brand deal for example I'll I'll give a good sigh because I'm like I need the money <laughs> but I just try not to see it as like bad because you just never know what's going to come from a situation when your life have you had a door close journal prompt when your life have you had a door close and another one open and that's all that really is and I might sound really stupid and really dumb to just be like stop seeing things as bad and then things can't go bad but if you think about it it is true and honestly what do you have to lose that's what I think about mindset kind of changes like this even if you do just want to start seeing every no as a good thing people around you might be like you're delusional but what do you have to lose it's already a no so you can either sit and cry about it and be really upset because you think it's a bad thing or And I hate to sound like this person that you can pick your emotions because I know sometimes it doesn't feel like you can. Or you can quite literally decide to look at it as a good thing and as redirection and it means the right thing is coming. Because like I said, literally what other choice do you have? To look at it as bad and be sad. If you can start training your brain to just not put such good bad labels on things, it's going to be a lot easier to start rewriting your story, start changing your narrative. Also count your smiles day to day. If you think you've had a bad day, go through and think of all the little smiles, all the tiny things that have happened. Change the narrative, rewrite your story. You think you've had a really bad day, try and remember that you had a really good coffee this morning and someone held the door open for you at work and when you got to the tube station, the tram stop, the bus stop, you only had to wait three minutes, you know, like really, really try and cling on to all of those good things because happiness is i've seen this quote at the happiness museum and now i can't remember it um and my phone's filming so i can't check but it was basically like happiness is an accumulation of just like all the little things in our days i'm gonna see if i can find that quote actually because it was really beautiful okay where is it here we are oh i also love this happiness is not a goal it's a byproduct of a well-lived life love it oh i can't find it but it was basically, and we've probably all seen TikTok sounds like it, that happiness really does lie in the little things in life because, oh, it's like that TikTok sound. Sorry, everything's a TikTok sound these days, isn't it? That like, okay, your wedding, your birthdays, uh, graduation and whatnot are like the happiest days of your life. But those things only, you know, that's only like three days. I know your birthday happens every year, but the ratio of those big happy days to your everyday life is absolutely tiny, minuscule. It's like not even probably a one percent portion of your life the days you'll get up and going to work you do that five days a week every week for the rest of your life those are the days that we need to make you know the happy days and find the good and small things and it's like law of attraction if you look for the good good things suddenly are absolutely everywhere and it's not by magic it's not because the universe has gone oh look she's trying to attract good things in your life here they are it's because you're simply looking for them if you start looking for the good things they'll suddenly be absolutely everywhere because you're actively going out and looking for them 
I'm not gonna lie guys I don't know why this podcast episode doesn't seem to be going my way I think it's because I got too excited when I was writing these notes there's a lot on there we all know I'm very dyslexic I need to learn to not write my notes like this and the mic keeps falling and all and all sorts but something I didn't talk about last year that much was changing the narrative when things are actually really quite rubbish and as I said I've actually had a bit of a crap week to be honest and it's actually funny now sitting here on Saturday night the beginning of this week oh my god it feels like a lifetime ago it doesn't even feel like a few days ago that I was that sad because the contrast in my mood is massive since Monday I just cried literally all day every day up until Wednesday up until Wednesday evening so I say all day every day for three days um but it was like bad it was like a really sad sad I haven't felt that like I don't want to say this because then it seems like but it was I was really sad that like a deep sadness in a good while you know the type of sadness that just like is kind of like hovering over you and when you get up or even like use your brain to think about anything like you just cry like I thought I was absolutely fine I got up to turn the tv on and I would just start bawling my eyes out it was like this lingering overall just like cloud it was really horrible like cloud of sadness and I was like what the fuck how fucking ironic like what am I supposed to do I'm supposed to be filming oh my god the year of the podcast episode change of the narrative when I've been crying all week and I simply cannot shake it I was like the one thing I never want to do to you guys is come on here and lie because it's okay to have bad days and I think that is something that to me is just so important to share especially when making content like this like self self-improvement if you will wellness content is to show the bad days because this shit is hard like healing is hard and self-growth is really difficult sometimes and I never want to lie but in the same breath I did not want the year of the podcast episode to be like a bit of a downer like I just didn't want to be in a bad mood for it so I was getting myself really worked up and I was like what am I gonna do um and yeah this was Wednesday evening I called my boyfriend like I've been doing all week and I was like what am I doing and he was like why don't you go to a spin class and I was like oh you know what he was like why don't you go to the cinema why don't you go on a walk why don't you whatever and then he was like cinema will be nice why don't you just take yourself out uh, to go and like watch a nice film at the cinema like that's a nice calming thing to do and I was like I don't want to fucking do that that means I've got to get up literally if I even start to get dressed I'll cry like no way and I was getting really like frustrated at myself because I was like Megan you know like you tell people to do this stuff like come on and then I was trying to be empathetic with myself and I was like but it is okay like if you do want to sit here like that is more than all right but at that point which is something I'm going to talk about I I knew I was ready to shake it like I said it was like this lingering sadness like not I didn't have a reason to be upset anymore you've always got reason to be upset but it was just this linger and I felt ready to shake it like I knew I kind of could but I was almost getting like comfortable in the sadness I know we've all been there and if you haven't I'm very glad for you like I hope we all have, haven't been there but I know majority of us have when you almost get comfortable in the feeling of the sadness that you don't really want to do anything about it like you're actually quite happy just sitting in this sad state and I was like I don't want to do that and he said spin and I was like oh 
you know what, that could hit the spot. Like in a dark room, someone shouting at me, like loud music in my own world. I didn't want to go and do like Pilates or something new because I just didn't want to go and do a workout class and have the opportunity to make me feel worse. Like Pilates is like very easy and I just thought I'll stay in my head the whole time. Like I want to go out and basically rage. And it was at that point where I was like, okay, come on, Megan. Like, you know, that's a good idea, but it felt kind of impossible. (laughs) And I literally looked at myself and I was like, you know the right thing to do right now. You know you want to do this. And I started making excuses. I was like, oh, but it's 5.45. Like, oh, the workout class at like half six. I haven't eaten dinner. It takes me half an hour to get there. Like, oh, just not today. I'll go tomorrow morning. And I was like, Megan, no. You are literally doing a podcast episode this week on changing the narrative. You are ready to shake this feeling get up and show up for yourself. And I was like, fuck it. But to half seven workout class, as soon as I pressed book, not joking, something in my brain switched. It was like, fuck, okay, I'm doing this for myself. I'm about to make myself feel better. Like I literally called my boyfriend. I was like, can I come to your house? Like literally for the night. I was about to travel two hours on the train just to have company that evening. And that is absolutely fine. Sometimes we can do it on our, by ourselves, but we also have to know that we don't have to. But I knew I was more than capable of it. And I was like, running away. Like going two hours away, inconvenient. Uh, Now I'm scared that people are gonna be like, you don't have to always do it by yourself. Absolutely, you do not have to do it always by yourself. But I knew I was capable of doing it by myself. I just needed that push. And as soon as I booked it, I was like, oh, amazing. I got up, I made a burger. I made myself a little chicken burger, some avocado. It was, oh, it was beautiful. And I was like, I'm about to go do this. I put my leggings on, instantly was in a bad mood. Booked an 8 a.m. workout uh, workout class for the next day before I even went to this other one. I booked a tribe class, if you're in Manchester. It's almost like a Barry's class, I think. It's like treadmill, kind of like sprints, resistant work, and then like on a bike. Like it's kind of, basically there was no spin class, but I wanted that kind of vibe. Like it was dark, it was powerful. It was like what I needed. And oh my God, it put me in such a good mood and even knowing then that you'd made that active choice for yourself like for myself just put me honestly I was so proud of myself I just kept texting my boyfriend I was like I'm so proud I'm up I'm going like I've been in this rut for the last like three days where I've just been so sad like it was so difficult but making that like active decision for myself I can't tell you instantly in a better mood and was so inspired to film the podcast Cause I was like, it is so hard and no self-improvement. Like I've just said, self-growth, healing, it's changing your narrative. It's fucking difficult sometimes. Like it's not an easy thing to do, but even that, like seeing my growth from the last year, it's amazing that something, when you stick out something like this, it really can start to become natural, but pulling myself out of sadness like that didn't come that natural. And I don't know if that ever would in time because when you're sad, fucking hell, you feel sad. Dare I say, it almost felt like I was supposed to be sad for the last three days to prove to myself that I can self-soothe and I can change my narrative. And it just, get, like I said, gave me all the inspiration to come here and talk about this. But it also taught me something that I couldn't quite articulate last year when I was trying to talk about like not invalidating your feelings, not suppressing emotions, not being toxically positive by just like pushing things to the side. And I couldn't quite articulate what I meant, but going through this weird week, 
I realised you can only change your narrative when you're ready to change it. You can't ignore your feelings, you can't invalidate your feelings, you can't pretend that your feelings aren't there. You have to be sad. And something my therapist said to me a while ago that is going to stay with me forever, I know it has, it stuck with me ever, ever since. And when she said it, I just burst out crying because it made me feel hope for myself and made me almost pity some other people and just made me feel really sorry for some other people. People who let themselves be sad won't be sad forever. Because she was like, I think you just need to let yourself be sad. She's like, when have you ever just like been sad about this? And I was like, I don't do very well with doing sad. Like I just kind of pull myself right back out of it. Like I, everyone hates the feeling of being sad. And then she literally was like, Megan, people who let themselves be sad won't be sad forever. Oh my God. Burst into tears like a baby. I was like, you're so right. People that are sad and continuously sad it's because they don't let themselves like be truly sad or wallow in it. And obviously that's not always the case, but people who do let themselves be truly sad for a moment, whether that moment is two days, two weeks, two months, if you let yourself be sad, like whatever sadness you have up inside of you, if you just let it all out, like you're not gonna be sad forever. Sadness is not a feeling you're gonna feel forever. So feel it while it's here because it is so important to do so. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, can't have good days without bad. And I know that's fucking annoying to say because bad days hurt like fucking hell. Bad days are shit. But there truly is no good about bad. Like who wants all mediocre days? Anyway, people who let themselves be sad won't be sad forever. So let yourself feel it. And then you'll know when you're ready to change the narrative. You'll know when it turns into this like funny, lingering kind of feeling that you're almost just sat in you're not actively sad anymore, but it's just like this haze almost in your head. Like you'll know when you're ready to pull yourself up out of it. You'll feel this like eagerness, like calling people and trying to see people, trying to get other people to distract you from it. That is when you're ready to come out of it. And that is when you can change your own narrative. You don't have to change your own narrative. People can be around you and people can help you, of course. But like I said, it is so important to feel empowered in yourself to know that you can pull yourself out of it, to know that you can change your narrative. You can get up and book that workout class, go and see that friend even, go for a walk, getting up and get having a fucking shower sometimes, getting up and going to do your weekly shop. Like you have to feel the feelings, but then when you're ready, you've got to change the narrative. So no, we're not suppressing emotions. We're not doing all of this. We're not gaslighting ourselves into changing the narrative when it's too early. Feel the feeling and you'll know when you're ready to pull yourself out of it. And that is when it is so important to do show. Do so, do show. And maybe you'll even realize why you are sad. It might not be immediate, but the reason eventually will show. Like for me, I honestly feel like I was sad because I mean, I was sad in its own right because I feel like I took a really important step in the right direction to my healing journey. But I also genuinely felt like I was sad just so I had, <laughs> not so I had content, but so I had like, like I said, it taught me that lesson of you can't actually change your narrative if you're not ready to do so. And if you're not ready to do so, it's not a bad thing. It just means you've got more feelings to feel first, which is a very, very important thing to do. It also made me realize it's absolutely never too late never too late in the day, the job, the relationship, the feeling to change your narrative. It's never, ever, 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 ever too late to get up and rewrite your story, rewrite the story of your day. It was half seven in the evening and I'd been crying all day and I was like, I'm going to a workout class. 
And I came back and I made myself a yogurt bowl and I watched another episode of the program I was watching, Dead to Me on Netflix. Absolutely loved it, I finished it now. And I went to bed and I had a wonderful evening and the rest of the day didn't even matter anymore. I'd had a wonderful evening and who cares? Yeah, I could have had another shit evening and gone to bed, but I didn't. I got up and I changed my narrative and it's never too late to do so. I was so, so fucking glad that I didn't wait till the next day to go to a workout class in the morning because then I woke up in the morning in a better headspace. I didn't have to drag myself, like going to a workout class at 8am is hard enough work anyway. I actually had to get an Uber because I never woke up for my alarm. That's hard work, hard enough as it is. I didn't want to have to wake up and drag myself out of that headspace as well. It's never too late in the job, the feeling, the day, ever. To touch on something I said at the beginning, we are changing the narrative. We are not gaslighting ourselves, which goes hand in hand with, we cannot change other people's narrative. Bad things happen in life, period. Like we are not ignoring the fact that some things that happen in life are fucking shit. <laughs> like bad, like I know I said don't put such bad labels on like good bad labels on things, but some things are bad. Some things like periodically we do not want to happen to us. We don't want to lose people in our lives either from like breakups or death, like losing someone in your life, period. Bad thing, right? It's a bad thing to go through, it is. So we're not gaslighting ourselves into thinking that it's not. I'm gonna use an example of someone cheating on you to try and explain what I mean by we're not gaslighting ourselves and we can't change someone else's narrative. Say someone cheats on you, right? Periodically, periodically, not bloody periodic table. Like that is a, as Molly May would say, categorically, a bad thing for someone to do. It is a bad thing to cheat on someone. Can't argue with that. No good bad labels there. Cheating on someone, bad thing to do. I personally then can take that and turn it into a good thing because I'm like, well, if you cheated on me, you clearly weren't supposed to be in my life and you clearly weren't a good person in my life. So I'm glad you're gone. So actually I'm allowed to now see you cheating on me as a good thing that happened in my life because it took you out you politely got removed from my life, but they still did a bad thing, right? That is us changing our narrative. We have decided to look at it that way. We aren't rewriting them and their actions in our head. They are still categorically a bad person, okay? That isn't like, oh, we should forgive them. I know you wouldn't forgive someone in this instance for like cheating. Um, but you're not forgiving them in your head. You're not rewriting their character in your story as good. You're changing your side of it. You're not rewriting the whole relationship. If a friend's done you dirty, you can choose to look at that as a good thing and redirection and whatnot, but we're not gaslighting ourselves into thinking that like, oh, it was actually like a good thing or rah, 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 because it led me to this or like my toxic boss was really horrible to me, but it's okay because then I thought of a really good idea. Like, no. They're still a bad person. They still did a bad thing. We're not rewriting their story. We're not gaslighting ourselves into thinking that they did a good thing. You're rewriting your fucking side. You're choosing to reframe it in a positive way for you, not for them. This is obviously a bit niche and only kind of, what's the word, is relevant if you're rewriting a, a situation where there's someone else involved and it's in a relationship or there's just in one way or another someone else involved. And it might seem really silly and really obvious to say, but huge, huge, huge advocate for rewriting your side of the story, changing your narrative, making sure you're feeling good, that you're thinking about it in the most positive way possible. Because like I said at the beginning, 
why the fuck not? If someone cheated on you, don't sit there and wallow and say, oh, but I think they were the one for me. No, rewrite in your head as you're glad they got taken out of your life. Make sure that your side of the story is good. Make sure you're good. We're not, we're not thinking about them. We're not gaslighting ourselves into like rewriting their narrative, if you will. I think that's all I have for today. I'm like low-key annoyed in my head because I don't feel like this podcast episode went as smoothly as I kind of wished it did because I wrote way too many notes. I'm way too dyslexic to read them all and I get really confused and then I actually start to get a bit overwhelmed. So (laughs) I've tried my best, but I'm rewriting my narrative here. It's gone well. I know it's gone well and hopefully that's been helpful. I feel like I haven't actually said like how to change the narrative, but hopefully you can interpret kind of a few stories that I've told there and you get the gist that it's just literally looking for any positive situation when ready to do so Um, any positive outcomes of a situation even any positive aspects of a situation when ready to do so because why not life's too short to try and find the bad in everything to try and find the bad in every situation to try and find the bad in every day like it's actually too short there's too much there's too many magical things going on in this world there's too much good going around in this world to focus on the bad things that dream job is waiting for you just be happy with every no you get because why not what's the point being sad about it i know sometimes it can feel so frustrating and it feels like we're not getting anywhere and it feels like we're standing still but i promise you you're not every no is a redirection not rejection and It's time to change your narrative. It's time to start looking at your day in, what's the word? Like, awe. Like, looking at every single thing that happens to you as casual magic, as Unjaded Jade, if you follow her, would say. And yeah, I'm gonna go because I'm definitely chatting shit now. And I need to scrub this apartment because my mother is coming tomorrow. And that's not why, it is due a big fat clean. And I just did a B&M shop of loads of new cleaning products. And I've got new bedding and all sorts. And tomorrow is the year of the podcast, kind of like bottomless brunch to go and celebrate. So I just wanna wake up tomorrow to a gorgeous clean flat, get ready, go and have some bottomless brunch and then sit and wait for my mum. So yeah. I love you all so much and I will see you... Oh, shit. Journal prompt. Sorry, guys. I promise I'm not going to forget this. I'm going to start this thing where the journal prompt at the end of every episode correlates to next week's episode so that I stop answering the journal prompt within the episode, if you know what I mean. So next week, I kind of want to talk about how I look after myself day to day. So I want to know what is... What is something you do for yourself every single day to make yourself happy or to look after yourself? What is one little bit of casual magic, if you will, that you try and throw into your everyday routine to make yourself smile? Because that is all about, that is what next week's episode is all about. So I guess this week and next week's go hand in hand. Anyway, love you all so much for real this time and I will see you next Sunday with a brand new episode of Life's Your Bitch. Goodbye. God, I hope that went well. (laughs)